So welcome everyone to another Change Your Game with GTD podcast. Uh, my name is Robert Peake. As always, I'm here with Todd Brown. Hello, everyone. And today we're going to, as always, talk about how you can use something called the Getting Things Done or GTD methodology, uh, a framework, a methodology that's helped, I think, probably millions of people at this point, given the reach of the the book and the work that we do to support its education in kind of getting just getting their head clear, get it, creating space in their in their lives by systematizing uh, their approach to commitments, right? So that um, basically you can stop using your head, you can start using better systems, uh, you can create some freedom and a sense of focus at the same time in your life and your work. So if that sounds good, or if you're even if you're a longtime GTD practitioner, uh, stick around. Our goal with this podcast, in particular, is to just kind of elucidate some of the some of the different aspects of that. What's worked for us personally? What we've seen work um, in the the client base, the wide range of clients in different industries and sectors and walks of life that we've worked with over time to get this and to apply this. So. Just before we kind of went on air, as it were, Todd and I were talking about what should we talk about, and um, the nice thing is there's there's just always a you know a rich um, a, a rich base of opportunity there. There's there's a lot that can be talked about because GTD, in my you know my experience kind of intersects with everything in life, right? Everything that uh, that you might have a commitment toward. Uh, which is to say you have some energy and attention toward. So where, wherever you're going in your life, uh, if you want to, GTD can kind of go there with you. And we talk a lot about work. We talk a lot about work because, frankly, you spend a lot of your lifetime and energy there. Um, but what came up and what seemed fun uh, for us to talk about is is fun itself um, and, and how GTD, I guess, uh, can support having fun in life. So, um, uh, Todd, why don't you kick us off? You know, what what drew you to that topic? What are some of your kind of initial thoughts on, again, the fact that we we so often talk about work and productivity in a very sort of serious and adult fashion? Um, what are your initial thoughts on GTD and fun? Well, I think, uh, and you know, this this is uh, you're right. We we basically picked this topic about three minutes ago, right? But but one thought that's come to mind for me is that there there's sort of two two angles you can take on this. One is is to what extent does GTD and the practice of GTD enable fun in other bits of your life, right? And at the same time, I think there's an interesting question around what does it look like if if as you make your way through your day and as you make things happen, as you engage in productive activity, um, you know, that to what extent can that be made fun, right? So sort of two things, you know. Um, and I think the, you know, the question, in some ways the easy one is, you know, what does GTD enable in terms of fun? GTD, you know, helps us to keep our heads clear. It helps us to, to be very aware of the things that we're not doing at any given time. And, and because we have that knowledge, we can make decisions about, Hey, you know what? Yeah, I've got loads of commitments, things that I, at some point will need to be doing, but at the moment, I'm just going to decide, nah, nah, I'm going to go, you know, and speaking personally, I'm going to go play the bass for a half an hour and that's, and that's okay. Right. Because that enables, um, you know, the, the fact that I know what I'm not doing enables a, not just, not just that I can then, 
uh, go off and play the bass, but but it also enables me to do that in, in really clear-headed ways, right? So that I can really enjoy that, engage with it and enjoy that activity um, as far as I possibly can. So so what do you reckon? What, what's, uh, what kind of fun does GTD, the practice of GTD enable outside of your, uh, as it were, your productive world? Yeah, as you were as you were talking, I really I really like that idea that it enables you um, to you know kind of kind of set things aside and go have fun. So it occurs to me that um, in a way, you know, accomplishing things is fun, right? Be, uh, completing things, accomplishing things, doing things you want to do in your life um, is there's some level of fun about that, or at least let's say satisfaction in doing that. Um, but also not accomplishing things is kind of fun too, in a way. Uh, there's this idea, I, I wish, uh, you know, credit where credit is due. If you, if you Google it, if you Google the dark playground, you'll, you'll get, um, you know, who originated this idea. But, but the basic idea is that, you know, if, um, if you're putting off important things um, and instill, so let's say in your case, Todd, you got to do your taxes, but instead you're playing the bass. It's fun but it's a kind of slightly guilty fun that doesn't feel totally right. There's a little bit of an unease to it. Um, you're playing in, in what they call the dark playground, right? Rather than, you know, there's, there's a sense of, um, you know, it, it needing to be a bit secret or you're kind of tricking yourself or, or what have you. Rather than that full confidence feeling of going, you know what? I, I have time set aside. I know that the taxes are on track or I've done the bit I said I do. I've, you know, I've handled my commitments and I can really just fully be present guilt-free. This is my me time. And I'm, and I'm happy with that. Uh, this weekend in my case, um, you know, I, so, so I grew up in the desert. And, um, so the idea of, um, doing a variety of activities on a sunny day was kind of no problem because they were all sunny days, every single one. When my wife, my English wife moved, moved, uh, to Southern California and I suggested we go to a matinee. She said, we can't. It's sun. The sun is out. We have to do some kind of outdoor activity. And um, after a few years of living there, she finally realized actually going inside an air conditioned place and uh, watching a movie is is kind of is you know kind of appropriate because the sun's going to be out. I'm here now. The sun isn't always out. Uh, this weekend it was kind of for the first time, and so you know my experience was I had some stuff that needed doing. Um, I had some that really needed to get through my personal inbox in particular. And what I realized is that I have confidence that I will be able to get through that comprehensively and, and well and handle all of that um, in, in due course. And I think uh, in the past, I would often you know, look at that and go, oh, well, I've got to kind of do my chores first and then I can have fun. But the reality is these days, you know, I, I did a lot of my, of my personal processing after I'd spent the daylight hours having fun, doing what I felt like. And that's different than the kind of dark playground experience of I know I'm putting it off and I'm not quite sure that I'm going to get to it or whatever, because I'd made a, a very conscious agreement with myself. You know, I'm going to go out and, and enjoy the outdoors while the outdoors are enjoyable. And then I'm going to shift focus as appropriate, almost kind of seasonally, if you like, um, to to doing more of the indoor things when when that's appropriate. And I know I'm going to get through it all. I'm going to handle it all. So in a way, you know, not accomplishing or just doing what I feel like or having unstructured time uh, during the weekend was fun. And then in a way, equally, thanks to GTD and thanks to this systematic approach to being able to get through 
uh, what's come at me in terms of new inputs and get it captured into a trusted system, accomplishing all of that and getting to an empty inbox and seeing that was also kind of fun. So it's it's kind of um, interesting that it both enables, I guess, guilt-free downtime in my experience, but also uh, enables me to to set my sights on specific things I do want to do that are structured, that are defined, um, and equally, you know, feel feel good about that stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what as, do you think? As, you, as you're saying, as you, as you're saying that, I, I'm just taken back to you know pre GTD in my own life, right? And one of the things I vividly remember was an awful lot of times I'd be watching a movie or I'd be at a theater thing or I was watching a sporting event or whatever I was doing. And and quite often I would find that I was really not enjoying it, right? Because I had a whole lot of other things on my mind and I just had this nagging doubt. I had this sense that, hey, I, sh- I really should be doing something else, right? So I think this whole idea of recreation or, you know, downtime to use the more modern you know the more modern phrase maybe is um is is avoidance right it was was kind of the sense that i came away with and and i think it's been one of the really profound changes in my life that gtd has enabled is you know i can choose when to shut off right and i can know that um yeah all those things that i you know all those things that i know that i need to do they're going to be there in the morning or day after or whatever I choose to focus on them. But in the meantime, I can, I can shut off with a, you know, with a, with a clear head. When I go into an evening these days, right. You know, now uh, since I've uh, been doing GTD, I really do go into the evening with a clear head, fully able to engage with, you know, with, with Debbie over dinner now that we're in lockdown. And I look forward very soon to be able to engage fully with, with, uh, with friends and family face to face as that happens. But I think, I think that's a really, that's a really important thing about all of this um, is enabling that kind of freedom. And, and I like what you said as well about, you know, this idea that GTD itself can be, can be fun. It, it doesn't, there, there is something, you know, I, I was reading over the weekend uh, an article in, in one of the newspapers about the fact that they were doing analysis of people's, um, you know, of people's um, uh, New Year's resolutions right now that it's February and pretty much all those New Year's resolutions resolutions have been completely lost, right? Oops. Um, <laughs> oops yeah. but, but they said that, that and, I, and I forget the number, but let's, let's call it, it was something like 50% or 50 or 60% of people, something like that. Um, had included uh, get organized, right, as part of their New Year's resolutions, that that was a, a really common thing. And I thought about that, and I'm sure that on the one hand, a lot of people say that that's their resolution because they recognize that they're feeling, you know, a bit out of control, right? That they feel like, wow, there's just there's just too much, and I feel like I'm sort of awash in commitments, not managing them particularly well, not really enjoying the process, et cetera. So I'm sure that's part of it, right? But at the same time, I'm guessing that, uh, you know, they're, they're also acknowledging the fact that, you know, as you say, being organized, getting organized, whatever kind of words you want to put behind that, actually can be really enjoyable. The, the, the experience of flow that comes with having, having um, implemented GTD is powerful stuff. You know, you just, um, it's one of the reasons, and I've said this in a previous podcast, but it's one of the reasons that, you know, when I talk to people who are interested in, in buying GTD, quite, quite often um, people in HR departments who are working on wellness programs will come to us and say, hey, we'd really like to do GTD. Um, 
you know, based on, we, we, we've done a little bit of advertising around this, you know, the thing about GTD is it makes the act of being productive, right? If you will, the act of working less stressful, more enjoyable, right? And who doesn't want a bit of that? <laughs> so yeah, I, think yeah. that's, I think that's an important part of it as well. Well, you know, I'm, I'm curious, when you think about your own GTD system and your own GTD practices, what, what kind of stands out for you as the thing that's most enjoyable? Is there, is there anything in particular? Mm. Well, it's funny. I, I would say doing a really good, the, the effect of doing a really good weekly review is, I think, um, very enjoyable for me. The lead up to it, um, I will say 21 years in, I still sometimes have some resistance to, to doing that, to going in and, and looking at it all. But more and more, that resistance is defeated by the experience at the end of it and knowing that I will feel, frankly, refreshed, you know, and, and a lot more relaxed and, and back into this headspace of, oh, okay, uh, you know, I got it. It's, it's under control. You know, it's moving along. Things are kind of in their, in their right place. It's a great feeling. I think it's the, it's the reason that, you know, so many people, um, you know, do gravitate toward the physical equivalent of this, which is the spring cleaning, the clear out, you know, the, the Marie Kondo type approach of, you know, getting your physical environment to where it feels like, like things are appropriately organized. They're, they're in a place that, that makes sense and that works for you. Um, it's refreshing. It's incredibly refreshing. And, and I think it's interesting that, you know, for a lot of people, the weekly review can feel like it's potentially a big onerous thing or, oh, I've just got to, you know, push myself through it and do it and whatever. But more and more, as I get in touch with consistently the result and the experience at the end of it, more and more I go, all right, let's do this, you know, that's with a, with a smile on my face rather than a kind of a grimace of determination and discipline. So uh, what about you? I'm curious, curious what, what you enjoy about GTD and also part, part two of the question, any, um, what, is there a, a fun project currently on your list that, that you'd like to share that's purely for fun? Cool. Okay. Well, you know, as you were talking about your own experience, I, I was reminded of a, of a phrase. Um, you know, I've been I've been a runner for a lot of years, and and one of the things that I read many years ago, from another runner was, um, I hate running. I love having run, right? And when you were talking about your weekly review, that quote came to mind for me. I don't particularly hate running, just just for the record, but um, but that really did, you know, that really did kind of resonate for me at the time. Was this idea that we do we do this in the interest of the reward that comes at the end? Right? That we have the exact same thing in the writing community. I think it was Robert Haas, the poet laureate, who said, uh, "It's hell writing, and it's hell not writing. The only." Good state is having written. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Got, Same there. Got there. Got um, there. Uh, you know, it's an interesting one. I, th I think for me, the um, there is, as you say, there is a uh, a real satisfaction that comes with the clarity that you that you have when you've done a review of all of your commitments and you're really clear, right? What what does what are all of the things that I could now be focused on, right? Um, and I suppose that satisfaction for me, as I think about my GTD practice, it comes in sort of stages, right? Just having captured everything, 
is a huge plus, right? Even before I've done any, you know, clarifying and organizing, as long as I've captured everything, that makes me go, okay, well, at least it's all there in the, you know, in in, in the ins somewhere in my in my in my various uh, capture devices somewhere. Um, and then going beyond that, making decisions about what things mean for me again brings more clarity, brings me more relaxation. So it's it's a um, it's I suppose it's a kind of a progressive progressive thing. Um, and you ask, you know, you ask the question about, about, uh, you know, projects and, and yeah, you and I were talking just before we clicked record about something that I've got going, uh, on the side, which is a, a project I'm, I'm sort of helping out on, um, to set up, a uh, to set up a, uh, a series of, of what are called jazz retreats. And so what we're going to be doing is, is, uh, is it looks like a couple of times a year, we're going to be creating, uh, the opportunity for folks who, who either play jazz or are interested in jazz to come along and be part of, you know, be part of these, these jazz retreats. Um, uh, the teachers will all be professional musicians, studio musicians, people who are very, very accomplished uh, in their, on their instruments and in the jazz and blues idioms in, in particular. Um, and that's something that's just come up, you know, it's, it's been kind of bubbling along for quite a long time, but it's, it's hit a little bit of a stride at the moment now that lockdown looks like it might be ending. So we're looking at doing our first one of those in August and, and that's, that's great. I mean, I'm just really, really looking forward. It's, it's not going to be a huge, uh, it's not going to be a huge amount of uh, time commitment from my part, but I'm just really enjoying advising and sort of watching that watching that sort of uh, take shape. I don't know. How about you? What have, what have you got on your projects list that's uh, that's feeling good these days? Well, that's super cool, Todd. So those of you that are just listening, you could see it probably, but Todd's smile was, you know, ear to ear talking about the, about the jazz, the jazz um, retreats that he's organizing. Right. And, uh, and I said, I, I said this, but as you were talking about it earlier, they're lucky to have you, right? Because someone that's incredibly organized, you know, is, is, uh, is a real secret weapon in the arts often to, to really be able to wrangle all of those parts and pieces. Um, so for me, uh, I have a project about um, becoming a becoming a more competent green woodworker. So I've been getting a lot into uh, working with wood as it's recently felled from the tree. And there's this whole Swedish tradition uh, the, of, of doing that. So that's actually a project with a load of sub-projects, uh, one of which uh, involves different types of knife grips, predominantly used knife and axe. So I was out this weekend on a, on a chopping block, and I got to say it's the most therapeutic thing in the world in the COVID era to, to just swing an axe in your own backyard. <laughs> it's, it, it feels good. Uh, and then to come in and, and refine the, the piece, the spoon or whatever you're working with, with knife. So knife, different knife grips. I've got a, a whole project about creating some, some really good quality kind of reference spoons, some traditional spoons, um, and getting better at identifying species of British tree. So this kind of you know, kind of spans a lot of a lot of different potential areas when you start to get into understanding wood in a kind of a different way than the whole kind of pre-processed and 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 packaged way that you normally think about about wood used for for building and for carpentry. Um, so that's just a ton of fun, and it's also you know it's such a big area, and I'm fairly new to it. Being able to wrangle that right and to say, okay, well, this is my kind of main project, and these are some sub projects along the way, and then just in the evening to kick over to my to my action you know list, my kind of personal home action list, and go, oh, you know, my next step is 
hollow out a hollow out a spoon bowl with a hook knife, you know, and hang out. There's a there's a meetup of spoon carvers worldwide on Zoom. They they go and they literally just click onto Zoom and and you just see mostly the tops of their heads as they hang out and chat and whittle wood. Uh, it's the most relaxing thing in the world, and it's also something that is not only downtime but something that I do want to feel a sense of progression about. I do have a I do have a clear outcome you know, for, for me about, about doing this. So it's a bit of both. It's a bit the accomplishment of it. And also just the process of being in the moment, hanging out and whittling wood. I gotta, I gotta tell you if anybody, if anybody's interested in that, I I think it's incredibly therapeutic to just, just carve a bit of wood these days. So that's me. Um, you know, and I think we, so we taught, you know, we touched on a lot. We touched on how, GTD itself can be fun or satisfying, even I would say even cathartic. You know, I, I have a client at the moment that keeps going, "This is so therapeutic. This is so therapeutic." <laughs> and I go, "Yeah, it's amazing how, you know, just really, really getting getting clear about your commitments can be can have such a such a buoyant feeling with it." Um, we also talked about how it enables you to really disconnect and and just be be present with you know what's what's up for you um, and how it can help you drive fun things forward in a fun way and keep it fun rather than getting bogged down in the logistics or having it all suddenly you know suddenly your hobbies are churning in your head you know and and what was supposed to be fun has become become a chore because it's it's not appropriately staked down um, or or organized so I think a lot of great stuff there, Todd. If you were to kind of give some parting thoughts on, let's say, how to how to make your use of GTD more fun, how to how to increase the fun factor based on you know all the people that you've worked with and coached in your own experience, what what would help make GTD more fun or have more fun with GTD? Yeah, um, let, let me just very quickly. Uh, that that was a great quote from your from your client, the coaching client. I had another one that came to mind as you were describing it, which was um, somebody after a, a seminar they did at Google. This was a few years ago, but he said that it was the seminar was a spa day for the mind. <laughs> I love that. That was absolutely yeah. absolutely a great way to describe what we do. Um, so, look, I, th- I think that my advice would be um, if there are things in your world that are causing you um, stress, causing you concern, causing you um, not, not to be as happy as you might be. Um, that, that what's I've, great about GTD is that it gives us frameworks for identifying where's the rub here? What's in the way? You know, the rub could be, well, I'm just, I just don't have a really good way of dealing with the incoming social media posts, right? You know, that, that could be it. Or at the other end of the spectrum, it could be, you know, I'm I'm just not in the role I should be in. I'm in the wrong job, right? I need to be thinking about that. And and what I think is great about GTD is no matter where the rub is in all of that, it gives you frameworks for thinking about and 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 therefore correcting um, what's wrong, right? We 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 can't, of course, be in control of everything in our lives. That's not on offer, right? There, there's the, the, we need to be realistic. But but I think for an awful lot of people, the sources of stress that they have in their lives. Um, are things that they can do something about, and GTD provides the keys for that. I don't know. What do, what do you think? What's your yeah. What's your advice? Yeah. No, that's absolutely been my experience. That it can, it can help you mitigate the unfun and really just release what's kind of naturally there, which is you know a much more clear, focused, fun state. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kind of the other way and say you know 
if you're if you've been practicing GTD in any form, if you don't have something on your project list that is just for fun and just for you, then I would suggest that there's a real opportunity for you uh, to start actually managing the stuff that's fun and getting that in view and getting that folded in because you know. Getting really good at managing, uh, let's say, you know, work-related things, you know, it means that you're really going to get on top of that and potentially even, you know, give give a lot of focus to that. But so I would say, give some focus to the stuff that's pure fun in the same way. Treat it the same way. Treat it as a real commitment. Treat it as a commitment to you uh, and to your your well-being. Uh, get it in your system, right? So so um, that's an encouragement. That's an that's an invitation to those of you that have only been kind of using GTD for work, even if it's just on the someday maybe list for now. Get get something in there that is going to be just for you and just for fun and see what that's like managing that as a commitment to fun uh, with next actions and 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 with steps along the way personally i i wouldn't i wouldn't live without it At work life it's all it's all very much you know in the system and um and very much helping me to to give appropriate attention to to both sides or to all the different sides of life so i think we're kind of coming coming to to time here i just want to um you know, thanks, Todd, for as always for a rich, fun, frankly, conversation. Um, I certainly enjoy these. I hope I hope uh, those of you listening and watching have enjoyed it too. If you've picked up anything from this um, that seemed useful uh, or interesting, first of all, we'd love to hear from you. Info at next-action.co.uk. Our email address is a great way to do that. Or just next dash action.co.uk. You can contact us there. You can also, if you're not already, be sure to get on, on our newsletter. We just, we basically just put out, um, you know, tips and, and ideas like this once a week. If you're getting this on YouTube, be sure to hit subscribe uh, or on a podcast feed uh, as well. Uh, we do this fairly regularly. And our goal again is, is just to help you um, have more of that real fun, that deep, satisfying fun that comes with uh, knowing that you're on top of stuff, knowing that your uh, your commitments are appropriately managed, your focus is appropriately managed, and you're getting the right stuff done. Hope this has gone a little way to help you in doing that. And from me, from Todd, thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. <laughs>